Hey guys, before we jump into today's topic, we just wanted to let everybody know that we've been following and are aware of the updates in the Gabby Petito case. Our thoughts and prayers are with the Petito family, and we really hope that justice comes to them. What happened to Gabby is still unknown, and we really hope that the family especially can get some answers soon for what happened. And we would also like to just take a moment of silence for Gabby and hopefully get answers. I'm B. And I'm Shy. And we're the Pretty Dead. The oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear. And the oldest and strongest kind of fear is the unknown. That is a quote by H.P. Lovecraft that perfectly describes my topic of discussion for today, which will not only be a mix of fiction and theories, but also some scientific facts as well. To answer the question, could the great old ones and outer gods actually be real? Now, do you know what these beings are? I have no idea. Okay, well, with that, let's get into the lore. Now, the Great Old Ones and Outer Gods are fictional groups of cosmic beings created by Howard Philip Lovecraft and has become a shared universe and a culmination of stories known as the Lovecraft Mythos. The Great Old Ones are a group of ancient, malignant, colossal monstrosities of immense powers. These species came to Earth before humans, having been formed from the universe itself. Put dormant by the Elder Gods, in a war known only between the two pantheons, the Old Ones were impossible to destroy. So the Elder Gods scattered their sleeping husks in various different locations amongst the Earth, under the sea. Oh, creepy. Okay. Okay. So, each Old One is different, and they vary in physical and personal characteristics. Often massive, obscure, hideous creatures, the Old Ones have thought processes that are incomprehensible to mortals, and they have no compassion or regard to life around them. So they just, like, could smush you with their toe and be like, huh, stupid. And they don't give a fuck. Yeah, I kind of wish I could have that outlook on life. Yeah. <laughs> right? I feel that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Cthulhu is the fictional high priest or leader of the Great Old Ones and made his first appearance in Lovecraft's short story, The Call of Cthulhu, in 1928. He is described in the book as being a monster of vaguely anthropod outline, with it, but with an octopus-like head, whose face a mass of feelers, a scaly, rubbery-looking body, prodigious claws on hind and four feet, and long, narrow wings behind. And its vast, awesome, incalculable age was unmistakable. So he's old. This motherfucker is old. Like, before It time. sounds like he needs some curology or something for his fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> Despite his imposing dread, Cthulhu has a cultist following waiting to wake him from his slumber when the stars align. <laughs> Sorry, can you not? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I'll be over here doing something other than that. <laughs> right, I'm going to make some, some cookies for this wiggly-faced man. <laughs> well, he'll just, like, he'll, if, if, like, 
if he were to rise, he would take it like with a tentacle. He'd just be like, you'd be like, here, <laughs> here, great old one cuckoo, have a cookie and here, <laughs> have a Snickers, not sponsored. You're not um, you when you're hungry. <laughs> you're not. Can you imagine, like, Kazoo coming up and be like, here, have a Snickers. You're not you when you're hungry. And then right? Kazoo, like, turning into this cute little baby octopus. <laughs> okay, so I have this little Cthulhu plush, and he's, like, all, all you know, you know, small and squishy and stuff. So, Aww. yeah, he, he turned into something like that, which I would be more than happy with to keep a pocket-sized Cthulhu. He hibernates in dreams within a vault in Relay a great underwater city deep beneath the South Pacific. It is described as a damp cyclopean city of slimy green stone, and that the nightmare corpse city of Relay was built in measureless aeons behind history by the vast loathsome shapes that seep down from the dark stars, as one of the narrators in the short story recalls. Now that we have dove, see reference, into the lore that is the great old ones and Cthulhu. Let's ascend into space and learn about the outer gods. Are you ready to hear about the outer gods? Because they're worse than, you know, the, the the great old ones. They're yeah, they're they're not they're not they're not the happiest of creatures. I mean, same, but you know, I'm not intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> right, but you're also not, you know, an an angry uh, chaos alien god trying to destroy the universe. At least I hope you're not. I mean, if you would have asked my coworkers this morning, yes, but that was at five a.m. So you're, then I had you were like, coffee. that was before my coffee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Literally, that was before my coffee and before I had my cute little scone. And then I, I kind of simmered down a bit, but you know, still. Whew. You're like I regained. But okay, yeah. Inner let's peace. dig into these, these outer space, scary beings. Okay, so the outer gods are the most powerful entities in the Lovecraft Cthulhu mythos. Formed before life and the old ones, they are mostly located far beyond Earth and deep from within the darkest void of space known as the Dark Tapestry. Beings that inhabit the dark tapestry are far too alien for even the gods to comprehend, and the chaos, destruction, and utter madness these alien deities bring would be far more than the great old ones and humanity combined could handle. Bruh. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, let's, let's say, you know, let's say you find a great old one, you know, which... From what I was reading in the books, there's, or not, like, or from lore of the books, that they don't, they, they mainly just, like, they, they reside in space. They don't really stay on Earth. That's most of them. Now, there are some of them that do, that do live on Earth. I'm not sure which one of those those are, but. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have to say is, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, the true motivations and ideas of the outer gods are unknown, making them a mystery. Nobody knows much about them. 
you know, other than Lovecraft, he probably knew what they were. But yeah. now some real shit. Let's get in. Let's get into some like real facts, some things that might prove the question. Are 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 the are these things are are these things real? Could they be real? So, in 1997, researchers listening for underwater volcanic activity in the Southern Pacific recorded a strange, extremely loud, ultra-low frequency sound by placing hydrophones more than 3,219 kilometers apart across the Pacific Ocean. They recorded numerous occurrences of this sound, and it was like nothing they had ever heard before. The sound rose... Oh, sorry. Do you have like a specific example of what this sounded like, or is it just like they have no idea? Okay, actually, let me get into that. Bitch, if you play the audio, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <you're aware. laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> the sound rose in frequency over about one minute and was of a sufficient amplitude to be heard on multiple sensors at the range of over. 5,000 kilometers or 3,000 miles. So big, loud, what made it? Whenever you search for a sound of the bloop, which is what this is called, it is called the bloop. That's adorable, but I hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're so cute. I don't like you. Um, I fucking hate you. <laughs> Through the recording, it literally sounds like bloop. It's like it's like bloop. It's it, it does it sounds adorable, but that's what Kachuli wants you to believe. <laughs> I, I I'm just kidding. I mean, yeah, I'm just kidding. It was concluded in 2005 by PMEL researchers that the cause of the thunderous rumbles from below was caused by glacier calving or an ice quake, which is when icebergs crack breaking away from an Antarctic glacier. I mean, that sounds equally as terrifying, but... This I mean, but... This didn't and still doesn't stop people from theorizing different possibilities of what they think might actually have caused the thunderous bloop from below. Theories include mermaids, a secret military experiment, the Loch Ness Monster, the Leviathan, and none other than the sleeper himself, Cthulhu. I don't like that theory. I really don't. <laughs> right? It's like he, he's, he's just down below. He's just like, he's chilling. And he's like, he's chilling in his crypt. And, you know, he's just like... I'm having a good nap, man. I'm, I'm having a good old day down here in the bottom of Relay. A. <laughs> I am so sorry. Mic drop. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, like, all I want is if Cthulhu is real. Or, like, you know, if, if, if he rises, you know, one of these days he's just like a bloop. <laughs> I'm going to boof thine snoot. Just like go up to him, ascending madness and all. Because, you know, looking at him causes you to go mad, of course. And go boop. I almost feel like it would catch him off guard. And he would probably just be like, the fuck? And probably just go back to sleep. Be like, I don't have the energy to deal with 
this goofy ass shit. He's like, he's like, oh, now I'm awake. <laughs> this was not what I expected. <laughs> like, you know, all those years ago when I went down below, the people feared me. They hid under rocks. And now this little, little child is walking up to me going, boop, on my snoot. He's like, boop to you, sleeper, sir. <laughs> I mean, it, it sounds like it would just be something that would melt a great old one's heart. Right? Maybe it would, maybe it would like, it'd be like a Moana when she restores the heart of Tefiti. And it's like, aww. Aww. Just like aww. the, the, the <laughs> but one of like the uh, background tracks. Aww. Where like the whole crowd just goes simultaneously. Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It is also very interesting to mention that the bloop was recorded near a point in the ocean that is farthest away from land. Surrounded by more than 1,000 miles of ocean in every direction. And so isolated that not even the man who discovered it ever visited. It is known as Point Nemo. I, I feel real happily that it's, it's something big and it's not happy. And it's spooky. And yeah, but you know, those, those are just theories, of course. And you know, it, 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 might, it, it might be. It, it might be something. It could be something creepy. But we never know. Hope not, in, but probably. <laughs> <laughs> in 1992, survey engineer Hervoye Lucatella located the, the point in the ocean that was farthest away from land using a computer program that calculated coordinates that were the greatest distance from three equidistant land coordinates. These coordinates are shockingly similar to the coordinates Lovecraft gave the sunken city of Relay around 60 years prior to... Lucatella discovering the coordinates. Is there a city down there? Who knows? There might be. I Someone mean, needs to find out! Somebody needs to find these things! <laughs> um, I actually, I read on I think it was Ripley's Believe It or Not like their, their website that Point Nemo is called the Spacecraft Cemetery. Because it's where scientists decided to re retire decommissioned spacecraft. It was an obsolete place, you know. So. That's okay. Ocean pollution, and them doing that really just kind of pisses me off. Like, figure mm -hmm. it out, put it in your own backyard. Imagine being those fish. <sighs> okay, anyway, whole other topic. Carry on. Is the sunken city of, Re of Relay below Point Nemo? Probably not. But that doesn't mean that there are not species we have yet to discover and maybe even something big like Cthulhu. I mean, people have discovered massive mountains formed underwater. And I the, the ocean is so vast and this world is so big that there could be anything. That is very true. And they have like underwater... <laughs> <laughs> water <laughs> volcanoes and they have sh they found out the sharks that like 
I can't remember if the sharks live in the volcano or live outside and around them, but like the heat is immense. Like nothing should be able to survive by these volcanoes. And they found fucking parasites and worms living inside the volcano. So I mean, mm-hmm. literally at this point, if you told me that um, I'm trying to think of something a little bit more unbelievable than Cthulhu, but we're just going to go with Cthulhu. If you told me Cthulhu mm-hmm. is down chilling in his crypt, I'd be like, huh, probably. Yeah. Like, I mean, he, he might just be down there just, just just chilling. He might be taking his nap. And, you know, I, we may we may never know. Uh, good. <laughs> good. Uh, <laughs> but that that kind of, like, makes me think what, you know, if they're dumping old spacecraft and stuff down below there, isn't it possible that, you know, like, the pollution from that could be causing, you know, some sorts of mutations and stuff in, in the genetic lines of certain species of, of, of fish and, and marine life? I mean, absolutely, but I definitely went in a different direction. I was, like, old spacecraft went to outer space, grabbed a parasite from the moon, brought alien back, put alien in water, alien transformed <laughs> to Cthulhu! And Cthulhu! Oh my... <laughs> so that's where I went with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it could definitely lead to mutations in, like, different species, and it could really fuck up the ecosystem down there, you know? Like, yeah. coral's having a hard time, but let's go put some spaceships in the water! Yeah, we're going on a trip to our underwater crypt. Swimming through the waves. Cthulhu. Say, I was just gonna I don't say, know. I was just gonna say, little Cthulhu. <laughs> um, oh my god. Okay, so let's return to space. Yes. So. What is thought to be a bruise or scar appears on the universe as a cold mass known as the CMB cold spot. It is thought that this cold spot was formed at the beginning of Earth and is theorized that it could possibly be a parallel universe. It is a region of the sky seen in microwaves, which are forms of electromagnetic radiation that have been found to be unusually large and cold relative to the expected properties of the cosmic microwave background which is faint cosmic background electromagnetic radiation that is remnant of an early stage in the universe not gonna lie when I first read microwaves I was like (laughs) put my pocket in and go I mean I to be fair was thinking like microwave and then like kind of pictured like God tossing in a hot pocket or like some pizza yeah. rolls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cold spot is approximately 70 microkelvins colder than the average CMB temperature of approximately 2.7 microkelvins. And at Can some you point. Can you dumb that down for me? Cold. It sometimes it's colder in certain places than others. <laughs> That's what it okay. means. Um, <laughs> and at some points, it deviates 140 microkelvins cold, colder, colder than the average CMB temperature. 
without a clear explanation of what the uh, the CMB cold spot is, though, all we have to go by is the information that is available and theorize about what it could be. You know, maybe it's the entrance to the dark tapestry. Maybe it was filled with all sorts of alien monstrosities. Maybe since it has been there for a lo- for as long as time can recall, it is the outer god Azathoth, also created by Lovecraft, who dreams humanity as we know it. Everything that happens is in his dreams. He is sleeping peacefully to the cha- to a chaotic choir of chord music, and if he is disrupted or the music stops, he wakes up, erasing humanity for it was all just his dream. Which I'd I'd really rather it not be that. I would prefer it not be that because the thought of that is really terrifying. Okay, so this is irrational, but I have this irrational fear that since, like, the scientists, like, make tiny black holes, keep it in your head, put it in a journal, stop making them! Please don't open one. Please don't open one. Don't do that, you know? No. (laughs) <laughs> we so, don't we need to keep whatever in there in there and don't bring it out because it don't need to be if it if it's bad then you don't want it you don't you know <laughs> it, se- it seems to be it seems to be common logic but i don't know <laughs> on october 19th 2017 so uh, 2017 so recently uh, the University of Hawaii, Hawaii's Pan-STARRS-1 telescope, which finds and tracks asteroids and comets in the Earth's neighborhood, located a interstellar object. Uh, now, this interstellar object was nothing like they had really ever seen before, and it's kind of in the same shape of the phobos 2 it looks it looks similar when you search pictures of and i will include um pictures of it as well on our instagram post so um while originally classified as a comet observations reveal no signs of cometary activity after it slingshotted past the sun on september 9th 2017 at a speed of 196,000 miles per hour it was going fast <laughs> and oumuamua is hawaiian for a messenger from afar arriving first so we're going with aliens so we're going with aliens <laughs> that is terrifying that is so fast like that's so fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. And, you know, with, with all of that, what could it be? If it's not a comet, what is it? Is it something just in space that we don't know what it is? Which, I mean, it, it's that anyway. But, like, huh? <laughs> you know? I'm just a little speechless at the moment because I'm like, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That is the end of my episode for today. I hope it was, you know, I hope it got the 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 mind beans uh uh rolling. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just I'm literally still like speechless cuz this is it's so scary. Like <gasps> Yeah, it's 
it's scary and it it's also scary because it's the vast unknown you know places as deep as the floors the ocean and the vast void that is space i don't like it it's food for thought for sure and anyway uh So I guess we will see everybody next week with part two of your Oklahoma Girl Scouts murders. Yes. So we will see you next week. Yep. So stay spooky. Sparkly. And ominous. Peace. Bye.